six o'clock. Must be time for all about relationships, because otherwise, if it's not, well, Wayne, what are you doing here? <laughs> Got to ask you. <laughs> driving past or your light on? That's right. It does say on air. It's kind of attractive. I get that. Great to see you, mate. Ready for the show. Um, it's going to be a doozy tonight because we've got that uh, special little list we've been working through. Mm. Um, little being the operative word. <laughs> just, Much just to your it. enjoyment. I, it amuses me. I don't know. It's it's it actually. <laughs> you're sitting there wearing a shirt, okay, with Mickey Mouse on it, with your little miniature note. Um, Oh my! You can we get you some ears? Actually, you've got them on. I'll get the. I'll, you know what? I need to take a picture now. You've got the headphones or the cans, as we love to call them. You do have right now, Mickey Mouse ears. Nice. You've, you're the whole picture. Nice. What can I say? I wish I had his charisma <laughs> or, or his socks. Yes. <laughs> That'd be nice too. So we've been going through uh, this magical list of yours of all sorts. Now, would you like to explain what this list is? Okay. So for those of you that may not have listened to the previous two shows, well, shame on you. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Go, go find my podcast and listen to them. Sort that out, and then come back and listen to this one. That's right. No, they're not in any order anyway. <laughs> now I was talking to someone. A while ago and we were discussing these myths that people have about relationships and, you know, like finding your soulmate and Mm. all of this sort of thing. And I realised that there's a lot of these that we believe and we buy into and it makes relationships so much harder than they need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're behind the eight ball. I know. And some of them you go, okay, yeah, you could sort of see how it might be true. And then there's others you just go, no, No. just no. No. (laughs) And that's... For me, that's a frustrating thing is I start working with someone and they'll have a heap of these beliefs and I've got to flip them on their head and yeah, yeah. get them in a, a path where they can – they're not draining themselves believing mm. this stuff. Oh, look, look, I think the word I've heard most about relationships is no. So, you know, <laughs> let's flip it up. Let's change things. Exactly. All right. So we're up to number 465, subsection <laughs> <laughs> what number are we? No, who cares about the number? What are we up to? Well, it's funny because we were just discussing because I've forgotten where we're up to. So I'm just going to pick mm. one. And if we go over it again, that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we can, exactly right. can re-examine it. So this one, and just for, for the people who want to know, it's number 32. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Once you've found them, it's forever. <laughs> okay. Now for this one, I'll, mm. I'll do my own personal story on All this right. one. All right. So, as I've mentioned before on the show, I've been married twice before. You have. All right. So, a mm-hmm. bit of practice trying oh, to get yeah. it right. Yep. Serial offender. And the first one only lasted four years mm-hmm. before she walked out. And then the next one, I was with her for 11 years. Yeah. And about four of them, three and a half, four of them were married. Okay. All right. And both of those obviously ended. Yep. However, they both served their purpose and they were good relationships in as much as they helped me move forward and become who I am now yeah. so that I can be more congruent and my current wife can enjoy having a more authentic husband. Look at the hard work those other women have done exactly. for your current husband. They took uh, all the suffering. Oh, what a superstar. <laughs> they took it on the chin. <laughs> good on them. And, and this is where... You get a lot of people, they mm. think the longevity of a relationship is a, yep. t- an indicator of how effective it is. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I've told this story before, but I, I knew a chap years ago. Mm. He used to say that his parents had 50 years of wedded misery. Yeah. And he actively encouraged his mum to leave his dad. It <laughs> was that crap. He encouraged his mum to leave. And she said, no, I made a vow. And mm. it's like, all right, I'm going to oh. stay with it and be miserable to yep. the bitter end. 
So it length of a relationship is no indicator of how good it is. You could have yep. a one-year relationship and it catapults you forward in your personal growth yes. and it'll be the best relationship you've ever had. Thoroughly agree. Beautiful. So don't buy into this. It's got to last forever type mm. thing. Yep. Right. Okay. And also, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow anyway. So no, live every life, every day rather of your life, with you know, with, with love and passion, and yeah, we don't get a second chance of it all. Exactly. Give it a crack. Well, depending on what you believe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number thirty-three. Yes. There has to be sexual chemistry. Well, that's what brute thirty-three is all about, exactly. right? Exactly. Remember, I've that? seen the links ads. <laughs> So, and, and this one, a lot of people buy into, they'll meet someone mm. and they'll go, there's no chemistry, there's sure. no, and it's like, you are aware that that's just lust, mm. which is a part of a relationship. You need something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be looking at your partner and going, you're doing nothing for me. <laughs> you do want a partner that's, you know, giving you a bit of the oomphah. Mm. It doesn't have to be there from the start, though. Yeah, okay. okay. So anyone, if you're meeting someone and you're looking for that spark, that special something. Yeah. Don't, because if they, if it's just lust mm -hmm. and you don't have the foundation to build love and you ultimately don't like them, it's not going to go very You've far at all. You've just given one of the greatest pieces of advice you have ever given, quite frankly. That's what you say just about every I, show. <laughs> You're getting a complex, mate. Um, <laughs> because, no, I, I think that uh, I, I'm absolutely someone who has suffered this, right? Like I've gone... Oh, we oh, all have. Yeah, yeah you, you think, oh, look, she's great and all, but there's no... Chicka -chicka, right? And, you know, I need a little... Chicka -chicka. Good song. Yeah. So for me, I think um, I, I maybe have lost great opportunities because I was just thinking, and, and that may have developed, mm. right? But instead I've gone and chased this, this you know, little feeling. And sometimes, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I'm chasing a, a future injury, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's sad because, and this is where a lot of people don't think of this, you've not only got to think about your side of it, you've also got to think about the other person. You do. Because if you're looking just from the lust side of it, mm -hmm. how about this person that might actually develop real feelings for you and then down the track you go, oh, it's not what I thought, and you dump them. They're going to be really, really hurt. True, and you can't really meet someone. And go, you know what? You're great. I'm going to give you maybe. I'm going to give you three months. <laughs> you're trying. That's it. Um, and I might renew your contract. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. Be very interesting if we did it like that. <laughs> wouldn't it? This is our relationship contract. That's right. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. This one. Mm. This is a good one. Okay. Forgive and forget is the best method. <laughs> Now, people that believe this one are going mm. to set themselves up to be hurt again and again and again and again. Yep. You do forgive because if you carry around the anger and the bitterness towards someone, yes. it's the old saying of it's like you drinking poison and expecting them to die. Mm. Mm. It's a good point. You know, so that stress – and I – used to do this. It's stupid. You okay. just walk around with all this, ah. Well, yeah. And, and you're so wound up, yep. you just can't relax. And all you're doing is making yourself miserable. Yeah, totally so agree. you forgive in as much as you give back to them their crap. Because yep. you've got to own what you did. Yeah, but right, give yeah. them back all their stuff. And then you say, okay, can I learn anything from that? Mm -hmm. And you make sure to remember that. You don't forget it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to set yourself up again and again and again and just going to end up bitter. 
I, I think um, it kind of reminds me of a, something that was said to me many years ago, and this was not about a romantic relationship, but about someone who was basically done me wrong, okay, that, mm. that, that stolen a lot of money from me, that caused me a lot of grief, right, and that was still bothering me quite some time after. And, and a friend said to me, why are you letting them live rent free in your head? Mm, because mm. I'd actually forgiven them because I couldn't, you know, it's just, it's kind of not worth it. But I hadn't, you know, well, properly. Properly, exactly right. But um, yeah, when I actually kind of stepped back and I went, okay, you know what? They're living their life and they're very comfy. Everything's all good in their life. Exactly. They have no. They are not having any replications for the pain I'm having right now. Yes. So I'm the one drinking the bleach. Yes. Right? Don't do it. And kids, don't drink bleach. And keep away <laughs> that from was those. a metaphor. That it was. And Tide Pods, keep away from those as well. Okay. I know they're colourful. Just back off. But it's true. You're damaging yourself there, right? Yeah. And, and a small step to be able to move towards that is a mm. story I heard from Tony Robbins. You've okay. heard of Tony Robbins? Ooh, very much so. Okay. Most people have heard of him. And he was telling this story about he was out to lunch and he's with two fellow business owners. Sure. And... At the time, Tony was on the road like 320 days a week. Okay. A year. A week. That's cramming it in, yeah. In a year. So he he wasn't in the office and he had someone running his company. Yep. Comes back and finds out that they'd fleeced him to some hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, right. So needless to say, he was a little bit, you know, wrong wrong done by. Anyway, he's out to lunch with these guys and he's having his rant about it. Mm -hmm. And then this other guy has his rant. And then this third guy goes, yeah, I'm a bit miffed. Miffed? Miffed. And, and Tony's like, hang on, he fleeced you for like 1.2 million and yep. you're miffed? And he goes, yeah. And so wow. Tony thought about it and he was like, why? Why? And then he realised it's the power of his words mm-hmm. because he'd been saying, oh, I'm so pissed off, I feel betrayed and done mm-hmm. by and blah, all of this stuff. And he was using all these really powerful words and this other guy was just using this little soft, silly word of miffed. In other words, yeah. I'm not making it, letting him live rent free in my head. Yeah. Yep. I'm letting him move and out. And language is a very smart way of doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to try to move forward, start using softer language with the person that's done you wrong, and then it's a little bit easier to move to forgiveness and then remember the lesson. I like that. Okay. What's your next little number there? <laughs> Sounds like you're getting into it. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I know. Okay. Number 35. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with conflict. So if your partner upsets mm-hmm. you, you have to deal with it. You've got to sit down and have a discussion. And this is the one oh, that terrifies men, Okay, is mm. this phrase. Honey, we need to have a talk. Why? <laughs> Just seriously, why? I know, yeah. I'm, I'm always wondered why the need... Mm-hmm. To prepare someone for it. Why not just sit and have a chat? Because <laughs> just that, dropping those words, it's like, oh. It's I know. Like, Straight away, you know yeah, it's going to be heavy. Seriously, you know. It's like it's like being at the mechanic and he's going, well, there are a couple of other things we had to do. Yeah. You just know it's you know a it's disaster. Gonna it's, it's really going to hurt. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's with the lube. This isn't. So, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, this was a, a big mm. one I had to learn. Okay. All right. And one of the reasons why I came up with the way I, I deal with conflict now yeah. is because if you're always going, oh, you've upset me with this or you've upset me with that or you did this or you said that, you're always going to be dealing with something because there's always going to be someone that's going to piss you off yeah. or annoy you or frustrate you or disappoint you or whatever. Yep. That's just a fact of life. How you deal with it is a very different kettle of fish. Thoroughly agree. Right. So if you learn how to actually deal with conflict mm. – 
most of the time you don't even need to involve the other person. In other words, you don't need to deal with it. Now, you said this the other night when we were at a particular little event. You actually made mention of this. I did. I was listening. Look at that. I know. Um, fantastic speech. Well done. You did well. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, but you were saying about, the hang on, you said, you gave me a stat. I don't remember. I'm going to, look, 76% of statistics are made up on the spot. So I'm going to say it was 78% of the time that you have these arguments in your head. Oh, 90-odd oh, percent. See, he's more accurate with his stats. Um I, that's a cool way of doing it. So do you want to just run through that? Because I, I thought it was quite Okay, well, I won't important. run through all the stages. No, 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 no. I understand but that. basically, you know this word that gets bandied around of, oh, I feel triggered. Yes. All right? Mm -hmm. So people say when someone annoys them, oh, they've triggered me. Yes. All right? So all they've done is they've pulled the trigger. Sure. All right? You've decided whether or not the bullet comes out. Did you put a bullet in the gun? Mm. Yes. Guess what? You're going to get triggered. Don't put the bullet in the gun. You're not going to get triggered because there's nothing to fire. Yeah. So what I've realized is because of that triggering, mm -hmm. because I take the bullet out of the gun now, yep. most of the time there's nothing to fire sure. because it's me. I control whether the bullet yeah. goes in or not. Okay. All right. So okay. they can come and trigger, trigger, trigger all they want. And I've said this to people. You could come up and call me every name under the sun yep. and accusation and whatever. I choose whether or not I buy into it. And that is real power. That's yes. real self-control. And that's, that's when I knew I was getting emotional somewhere. Emotional intelligence, mate. Yes. When I stopped giving everyone else control over me, right. my emotions and my reactions. Okay. So me telling people to just take a spoonful of concrete and toughen the hell up, is, yeah. is that going to work? Well, it's like saying to a woman, calm down. <laughs> that's, that's right. Never works. Do you know what? Okay. Never works. I'm going to admit something. I did something that I, as it came out of my mouth, I thought, <gasps> what's Oh, one of those. No. Oh, no. I was sitting with my lovely girl the other night, and I said uh -oh. to her, "No, no, no, it wasn't like that. But oh, it, okay. no, it was, just, it was a personal moment of you know what's going. You know, remember the Wonder Years when he had the internal monologue, right? Oh yes, it was at that moment he thought, right? <laughs> it was that kind of okay. I literally was sitting there and went, "What you thinking?" Or oh. something of those ilk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those words, right? But it was basically, it was you know, the, the the female equivalent was, what you thinking? And I just thought, oh, my God, as it's coming out, what am I doing? Stop, stop, stop now! <laughs> and you know what I love? I tell you right now, I'm so very proud of my girl for this answer. She goes, nothing. I was like, yes! That is such a bloke answer. You ripper. That was so good. Actually, before we go to a break. Yes. Have, have you seen the video of the guy describing how a male and a female brain works? Oh, and these fantastic. are generalizations. Of course, but they're right? fantastic. So um, for those of you that haven't watched it, he's he's um, standing in front of this big ball. Oh, no, mm. sorry. First of all, he goes, this is how a man thinks. Mm. Remember the old apothecaries where they used to have all the drawers with the different yes. herbs and powders yeah. and stuff? He said, that's a man's brain. We'll yep. open a drawer, we'll pull that thing out, and we'll think about that one thing, then we'll put it back in and close it and pull out, open another drawer and pull something out and think system. about it. And we only think about one thing at a time. Right. All right. And literally, one of the drawers is empty. So we'll open it, we'll take out the nothing, and we'll think about <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> so when a woman asks a guy, what are you talking, thinking about? And he goes, nothing. We literally mean nothing. The brain has gone into neutral. We're thinking of nothing. And he said, and a woman's brain is like a big ball, and it's got all these little networks and connections, and all these points are all interconnected, yep. and energy's jumping all over the place. And, and he says, that's how a woman's mind thinks. It's all Everything's connected and triggers everything else thought-wise. And, yeah, I mean, I have moments like that with my brain as well. So, oh, Just don't mention that, okay? You know, just be infallible. Now,
Now, you've chosen a song. We're going to go to the break here. We have. Uh, now, you said to me, what did you say about this song? Do you know the song? Which, the Paul Kelly one? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reason I picked this, I, I've been a fan of Paul Kelly for quite some time because yeah. he's a wonderful lyricist, writes beautiful lyrics. Mm. And this song for me completely encapsulates the life cycle. Okay. And it's so beautifully written and so many wonderful moments in it and it always gets me. Right, right in the feels. Got you in the feels. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get your feels going, my friend. It's Deeper Water. Paul Kelly. It's Edge Radio Australia. All about relationships. On a crowded beach in a distant town. Edge Radio Australia. Lakeside. Bit of Aussie crawl there for you. And uh, we are doing the Aussie crawl through this list, mate. It's quite a crawl. It's, it is. Get off your hands and knees, though, mate. It's very unbecoming. It's not classy. Speaking of the mm-hmm. crawl, mm-hmm. did you ever have trouble with his lyrics, understanding them? Uh, I still do. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> All these years. Uh, and I've also heard this, and I'd love for someone to clarify this for us, because I had, uh, um, you know, I've had some Muso friends through the years, mm-hmm. and uh, and promotional friends too. And apparently, he's uh, a bit of a prima donna, to put it mildly. I have heard that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So some of the stories I've heard, yeah, we're not talking about separating M&Ms here. We're talking about the fact that, uh, yeah, he just uh, needs yeah, to be... that's a lot of them. Their mm. self-importance yeah, becomes... Yeah, 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 off the charts. Mm. But I hope it's not true. Yeah, I was, I was actually talking about another thing um, earlier today. And, uh, geez, it's fallen out of my head, but it'll come back to me. Oh, oh that's right, Tim Tom Fodden. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Tim, apparently, he literally, he'll perform up on stage and he just goes down, you know, sits down with the punters, has a beer with them. Oh, yeah, look, oh, my new, next set and walks back up and does another one. Nice. Thought, How cool is that? That's classy. I like that. That's the oh. sort of person you'd see him on the street and you'd just go, hi, Tim, and keep walking. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Apparently, Dave Grohl's like that. Oh, man, there's a block Talk to anyone time. for hours and hours and hours. All right. Well, anyway, I'm, next time I see him, I'll get some relationship advice. <laughs> Go on. Oh, Lord. Okay. Number 36. Mm. Love can conquer all. Ah, yeah. Okay. And I don't mean to laugh, but I do. Um, I mean, look, I I think that it's wonderful to have these ideas, right? But once you've got to a particular age, you've had a few experiences, you'd kind of just decide that no, it Yeah, but really this is can't. the sort of stuff we need to be made we need to aware talk of about. a yeah. lot earlier. Mm, yeah. And love can conquer all. Mm. However. However. That's if you believe that love is a singular emotion. Oh, look at you go. So going back to the old graphic equaliser yeah, analogy, yep. if you've spent the time building up the trust and the respect and mm. the admiration and encouragement, support and all of those things, yep. and you work on keeping them strong, yes, love can conquer all. If you don't work on keeping them up, mm-hmm. they'll start to flatline and it won't conquer anything. Oh, Wayne, look, if I only had the song right now, I would be playing Celine Dion. Yeah. Um, no, you're not uh, playing yeah. that. No, I'm not. Oh, I don't. Even, I do not have it, and I would like it officially known. Uh, I'm going to come out right now. Edge Radio Australia has no Celine Dion, <laughs> and will never. <laughs> yes, we'll get a sticker put up on the door. <laughs> we, we will. Oh, dear, that'll sink like the Titanic. All right, go. Go. <laughs> go on. <laughs> okay, this one. Mm-hmm is very important to go the opposite way. Okay. Avoid dealing with the big stuff early. 
Oh, really? Because, you know, you get people, they'll be on a date, and mm. some people do go a little bit too yeah, quick out yes, of the gate. True. Um, I was talking to a chap a couple of months ago, right? and he was saying he started dating this woman that had only been going a couple of months, and he hit a bit of a wall. Right. And he had his own company and all this sort of thing. And she was like, I'll tell you what, I'll start running your company for you. And and you could probably do with being a father. So I'll Ooh. come off the pill. And you, and it was just like, no, 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 whoa, whoa, just whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're meeting people, mm-hmm. sure, start to discuss some of the bigger things. Mm-hmm. But don't go with the super personal. Get their views on relationships sure. and family and you know those sorts of things yep. and then down the track a little bit mm. ask them things about child rearing and sure. finances because they're the things that are going to create conflict down the oh, track absolutely. if you have mismatched views yeah i mean i find it's important to do um like a lot of intelligence checks okay some iq stuff like ask them about how they feel about masks uh you know like what about vaccinations what's your feelings there and then you know then I'll know very quickly. Yeah, how many red flags can I wave? <laughs> go on. Yeah, and you do get a lot of people who will go into a relationship, mm. and I've said this one for years, people will spend months and months and months and months planning a wedding yes. down to the finest detail, you know, the colour of the napkins and all of this sort of thing, but they'll spend no time planning the relationship. That's right. You know, yep. how are we going to structure our finances? Oh. Are we going to have kids? If so, when? Mm-hmm. If not, why not? You know they don't they don't create and craft the relationship, and then they wonder why they struggle. Yeah, very and, very and, true. And sometimes they're not comfortable conversations. Mm. However, you need to have them. You do. You really do. I mean, look. Obviously, the person you're with, it's great if you've shared your same the same values, right? And the ideals. Mm, I mean, these these are the biggies. Um, and but the other stuff, yeah, you've got to kind of just you know unpeel the old onion a little bit, you know, layer by layer, and, and get there eventually. Yeah. Exactly. And and if you don't find these things out mm. down the track, you can't blame anyone else. No, absolutely not. Because if you don't have the courage mm. to put that subject up for discussion, yep. you can't be surprised down the track because you've got the opportunity. I agree. Yeah. So do deal with the big stuff anytime, but yeah. do deal with it. Do deal with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if a relationship is good, you don't need anyone else. <sighs> now, these these are the ones where it's really important, and I have spoken about this before, where the difference between a dependent relationship mm-hmm. and an independent relationship yep. And the healthy one, the interdependent relationship. Mm. So, if you have a dependent relationship where you do everything with your partner, yep. what you're doing is you're cutting off all your support networks. You are. So, let's say, worst case scenario, mm. you get with your partner, it's all going wonderful, you're spending every waking moment with them that you can. Yep. And 10 years down the track, they die. Horrible. Suddenly, Who's going to get you through that? Mm-hmm. You've, you've got slowly, no support yeah, system. You've, yeah. you've ditched all your support system, you, you know, your family, your friends, and you can't put that responsibility on someone to be your sole anchor to the world. Yeah. So, I mean, I love spending time with my wife. She's yeah. one of the best humans I've ever met. However, I like to have my own stuff, and yep. I like her to have her own stuff. So that keeps us doing what I call the interdependent relationship okay. and I have mentioned this before where you both go along and you've got your life yep. something goes to 
hits the fan. Mm -hmm. You come together, you deal with it, you're a team, you know who can do what, you can rely on each other, there's no doubt or anything. And once you've dealt with it, you can go, "Ah," and you can just go on with life. And you go off and you do your own things and you come back and it's like, cool, you're back. And that's a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah, yeah. and I then like you that. have an independent relationship. And I've met these people mm-hmm. where they have separate bank accounts, they have separate interests. Yep. Other than the kids, they've got nothing in common, and it's just like that's just a train wreck waiting to happen. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. So finding the balance between the two and doing interdependent is always better. And make sure you support your friends and make sure you've got your own personal support networks. So you'll have your couple friends yep, and you'll each have your individual friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I think that's absolutely vital. And I, a lot of people like want to lay the blame on um, um, your one member of, of the relationship because sometimes you do get people who are quite toxic and they do they go out of their way to take yes. your support system away. Mm. Um, my advice with that is make sure you stay firm. Make sure you hold those people in Absolutely. your life. Absolutely. No matter what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very important. I mean, my friends all love my wife. That's handy. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have time together and there's many times where I'll phone up my mate and go, yep. hey, it's time for a scotch night and we'll go and just talk some bloke stuff and... How come you've never invited me to Scotch Night? I love Scotch. What's going on? Well, now I know you Jeez. like Scotch. Just seriously? My name, single name, my single name. I can't even talk. See, I'm so excited about Scotch all of a sudden. My middle name is Single Malt. But there you go. Come on. Go on. I'll breathe. I'll breathe. I'll calm down. Next one. You're okay? I'm okay. Okay, good. I'm hurt, but I'm okay. All right. This one, multifaceted this one. Mm-hmm. You should love their bad habits. <sighs> You know, the people say you should just accept them as they are. Mm. Well, you can. Mm. However, if it's a bad habit that's a deal breaker, you shouldn't have gone out with them. No. No, you should have um, nipped that in the bud. And that's something I work through with all my clients is Mm. we look at their red flags, the stuff where you just go... Not negotiable. Not not happening at all. Yeah. And then there's the things where you go, you know what? It's annoying, but it's not a deal breaker. I can live with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And the good thing about those is you're getting triggered, which means, hey, it's an opportunity for me to learn about myself and become a better version of myself. Yeah, okay. So there's, I mean, you've met my wife a number of times. I have. And you both have a TV show that you (laughs) both enjoy. (laughs) A trashy TV show, Oh, my God. So when I was designing who I wanted to have Mm -hmm. as a partner, Yeah. I had to look at the little things that irritated me, okay. but they weren't deal breakers. Mm, okay. And I could show you this if I was going to show you. And I've actually got written on there, she likes reality TV. As a negative? Yes. So it's okay. one of those things where you know it annoys me, but I'll just leave her to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can go and do my thing. Because it's not a deal breaker. I mean, look, we've exactly. all got bad habits. Okay? Yeah, exactly. And I'm just very interesting. You used the term uh, you were designing a partner. Because, okay, seriously, you know where my mind went? Okay, again, I'm a man of a particular age. Weird science. Weird science. Of course, it went straight to weird science, right? Of course, it did. Of course it That's did. where I got the idea. Ah, we are yeah. both strange. So, and and Go going back on something we said earlier mm-hmm. about the language mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. forgiving people, it's not a bad habit. No. It's only the perception and the judgment that we put on it. So they don't see it as a bad habit. No, my of course wife, not. My wife loves her trashy TV, and I just leave her to it. 
and she has a ball, and then I sure. come back when it's finished and go, thank God I missed it all. But again, like my idea on that one, and I see I will defend her on this one, is because... <laughs> and I, you would. And I will, because I watch it, because it makes me feel better about my life. Oh, my God. Simple as that, I think. <laughs> Jeez, when things are bad... At least, at least you know my my girlfriend doesn't have like lips like some sort of deformed oh, fish. Oh, I know. Oh, please stop doing that. Please stop the Botox. Please, I please, please, I please, know. please. I know. And you know all the fake friends and the fake problems and the fake this and the fake that. Oh no! Nah. So I just I look at my life. Jeez, things are pretty damn great. They are. There we go. All right, time for a song, mate. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, we can keep talking. I mean, you know, why not? You know, it's a nice <laughs> evening for a chat. I think it's time, actually. Um, You're going to surprise us. I'm going to surprise you. Uh, you know, we spent a bit of time in paradise, so why not a little green day? Absolutely. Oh, look at this. I think it's even a live version. Welcome to Paradise. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Sing. There is a song I can sing, mate. Look at that. I know all the words. Hey, ma, ma, ma. Hey, ma, ma, ma. It's fantastic. It's almost like I wrote it myself. Fantastic song. It's Radio Australia. All about relationships. Now, right now, it's it's quarter to seven. Now, that what, what time would that be? If you're listening to the replay on Sunday, let's do your maths. Come on. Uh, quarter to three. <laughs> <laughs> the the fact that I'm concerned, I'm only, I'm only making that mistake yeah, once. <laughs> exactly. The fact that I'm concerned you'll get it wrong says everything. It there does. you go. All yeah. right, let's hit this. Hit the list. Let's go. Hard well, or go home. Amazingly, mm-hmm. I thought with this would get us all the way through to the end of the night, and okay. we've come to the end of the list. No way. We've got one to go. Oh, we better speak slowly. <laughs> okay. However, this is this is one we could explore for ages. Okay, all let's right. explore. So nice and simple. Mm-hmm. People can't change. Now, I had someone ask me this the other mm. day. Can a leopard change its spots? Mm. And I said, absolutely. Yes. Some do, some don't. But yes. a leopard absolutely can change its spots. Now, the way that I explain this mm. is, I'm not sure if I've told this story on air. I worked with a chap years ago, name of Ian. Right? Right. Lovely guy, sitting down, real bloke's environment. And everyone's yep. got their roast dinners and hamburgers and stuff. And he's sitting there with a salad. Right. And I'm mm. like, a hey, um... Ian, what's the what's the deal with the mm, salad? Mate? You don't make friends with salad. <laughs> I was just you know, I'm not, I'm getting a little bit worried about you. Is there something you need to tell us? And he said no. Four years ago, mm. it was about four years ago. He said I went to the doctor. Yep. He said I was overweight. Mm-hmm. My blood pressure was through the roof. Cholesterol was skyrocketing. Sure. And my doctor said to me, if you do nothing about this, yep. you will be dead in twelve months. Wow. That's a big call. Right, you yeah. will be dead. Not you're going to mm-hmm. be on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. You will be dead. Right. So he said, "All right, I started eating salad and going for walks. Yep. My weight came down, cholesterol came down, blood pressure came down, and it's all good." Right. He said, "My mate, mm-hmm. exactly the same scenario." Right. Overweight, yep. high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Doctor said to him, "If you do nothing, you'll be dead in 12 months." Yep. This guy was still doing the old chip buddies. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that don't know what a chip butty is, <laughs> it's a piece of bread, margarine, hot chips, mm. sauce, another slice of bread. Oh, sauce, really? that's a fancy one. I know. Look <laughs> you look at you, market. Mr. Gourmet. <laughs> so they are yummy. However, this guy was still consuming them on a regular basis right. and doing okay. everything he shouldn't do. Yep. And Ian said to him, what are you doing, man? He's like, ah, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Seven months later, he was dead. So he didn't even deliver the whole year. He he Mm. was given a 
ultimatum of if you do nothing, you will be dead. And he did nothing. So in those cases, leopards can't change their spot mm. because there are people who they can be faced with immensely painful consequences. Yep. However, their driver underneath is so strong it stops them from changing. Mm. I mean, you've probably been past hospitals and seen the people out there with the old hole in, the, hole in their throat, smoking through the hole in their throat. I can't believe every time I, I know. see it. Like, it's what nuts, is going it? on with it's you? Like, yeah. That's why you're there. Yeah. Why are you still smoking? <laughs> Here's cause and effect. I know. Right? It's Come amazing. On. Yeah, connect those dots. <laughs> and those sorts of people... Mm. They won't change their spots. Mm, no, but they they probably were wearing a mask as well, but that's all of the story. <laughs> and some people, mm. when they get given a big enough consequence, yeah. they will definitely change. And one of my favourites, I read this mm. uh, in a Reader's Digest where this bloke, he was all excited and he was moving in with his girlfriend. Okay. And they'd organised and they packed everything and they moved in and they unpacked and it was all excited and everything. And they'd only been there a couple of days mm -hmm. and they started arguing. Uh oh And she was like really ripping into him. Right. Now, he didn't bite. Okay. He just turned around and walked into the bedroom. And as anyone who loves arguing, and sadly, I've been here, usually on the receiving end, but I have also been guilty of this, turned around and went, you're not walking away from me. Mm -hmm. I've got to give you a piece of my mind. And she stormed off after him into the bedroom. Yep. And he's got the suitcase on the bed and he's putting his clothes into it. And she's like, what are you doing? And he says, I care about myself and respect myself way too much to stand here and listen to this. Said, when you Ooh. want to talk to me like an adult, yeah, I'll come back. Look at him go. And she never did it again. Really? Because the well, there's a leopard changing those spots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've got to make the pain enough. Mm -hmm. So some people will change, and you've got to find their their pain spot. Sure. All right. Sure. And also, some people are driven by pain, mm. and some people are driven by pleasure. Correct. So if you say to them, if you do this, you'll get this reward. Mm -hmm. And they're driven by pleasure, they'll do that. Sure. And if you say to them, if you do, don't do this, mm -hmm. you're not going to get this, and they're driven by pain, they'll yep. go, no, no, I, I, want, I don't want to miss out on that, and they'll go and do whatever it is. Okay. And a good example, and I don't like using my wife's story a lot okay. because it's, it's her story. Sure. However, this little one drives You've the point. It, you have, okay? Yeah. You're going to have to pay her royalties. So understand this. <laughs> she can put it on the list. <laughs> That's right. So when I first started dating her. We were driving mm. along in the car mm. and I said something that up, upset her. Okay. And we had the cliched moment of, hmm, she looks upset. <laughs> Honey, what's wrong? <sighs> Nothing. And it's like, Rookie okay, <laughs> I, have, I have had this before, yeah. the passive aggression, yeah. and I thought I'm not doing this again. Yep. So I gave this leopard a chance to change its spots. Okay. Now, people that are passive-aggressive mm. haven't learnt how to express their anger in a healthy way. Sure. So I thought, okay, what she needs is an environment where she can open up and she can express that anger. Okay. So I spoke to her about it and said, you know, I want you to be able to speak about it and, you know, just sure. when, whenever you're ready, talk. Yep. Now, whenever you say something, you've got to back it up. So when she first started opening up, I shut my mouth. Mm. I let her know that she could say something That's and I important, wouldn't mate. shoot it That's out. That's incredibly important. All right. Yep. So she had that little bit of experience of, oh, he is going to listen. Mm. Oh, he is going to pay attention. And then more and more and more till we get to the point now 
these days, where if she gets annoyed with something, she tells me straight away, it's done, finished. Out in the open, sorted. Yes. So the leopard changed its spots Mm -hmm. because they were given a big enough incentive to do so. You came along with a big texter and she could change her spots. Look exactly. That. It's a beautiful story, mate. I know. And, and But, I mean, look, that's <laughs> the, I, I could probably hear women right now, okay, in their cars, probably, you know, right now chewing their fingernails and, and with probably great anger towards you, not me, just you, um, about that <laughs> I've story. I've got big shoulders. Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, it works in both directions, okay? Absolutely. It's, 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 and it's like, okay, to me, a relationship is all about teamwork, right? You, you, you really, and you need to... Um, you know, you want to find that common goal together, and and you have another word. It wasn't compromise, right? You don't like the word compromise. Is that correct? Negotiate. There you go. See, I'm learning too. Um, I, okay. I like that idea because you know, a bit of give and take. Okay, Absolutely. but you, but you're not you're not losing out. You you are literally negotiating. That's the key. You're yeah. not losing. All right, that yeah. is and, an absolute. And winner. the other important thing as well, and mm. this is a really strong double underlined bold type italics. Everything that emphasises this. Okay. You can ask your partner to change. Sure. All right? So you can give them that, that opportunity. If they don't want to change, that's their choice. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. Your partner doesn't have to no. change. All right? And I've said to my wife numerous times, mm. there are things that you do that drive me nuts. <laughs> All right? And there's things that I do that drive her nuts as well. I'm so sure. it's definitely a two-way street. <laughs> the thing I say to her, though, is I don't want you to change. Yeah. Because if you change, you're not the woman I fell in love with. Spot on. Yep. And I want you to change when you want to change. I like that. I like you know, that. And, that, and that gives her the scope to go, is this serving me anymore, mm-hmm. this habit, this behavior, this attitude? Do I need to change it? Do I want to change it? Yes, I do. She does. And that vice versa for myself as well. Mate, there's some good advice there, uh, some terrifying stuff as well. Um, <laughs> you've really covered it well. Uh, I'm going to throw this to you, and this is probably something you, your wife has said. Uh, you've got three minutes. Get on with it. Right, now, we're, <laughs> we're coming to the end of the show. Let, let's let's have some – I, I want to have that, that um, Jerry Springer moment, mate. Oh like, give me the Jerry Springer moment right now. Some beautiful advice to, to run the show home. Okay. So <laughs> this was a big epiphany for me. All right? mm-hmm. I used to have trouble dealing with people. I, I tended to not be very tolerant and all of this sort of thing. Okay. And I've used this analogy numerous times about the chopping down a tree with a hammer. Absolutely. All right? Yep. And I was like that. It was the only tool I had. It was not effective. It was messy. It took a lot of energy. wasn't good. Right. As I developed more tools, I started getting better result. And then I had an epiphany one day of, holy crap, everyone's got a toolbox. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. So what I found is if someone's presenting themselves in a way that's not very palatable to myself. Mm. Yep. You know, I might be judging them in some way. Yep. I might think to myself, well, hang on. They're just doing the best they can with the tools they've got. They've got, mate. And that has allowed me to be so much more gentle with people Mm -hmm. and their situations, their behaviours, their reactions. Now, that doesn't mean I don't get triggered, (laughs) all right? What that means is... I hate that I, I know. What that means is I think nowadays I don't take my stuff mm-hmm. and dump it onto them. That's important. You know, That's because they've important. got enough crap yeah. to deal with. You know, yeah. because But and, they're acting their way because they've got their own stuff they're dealing with, right? Exactly. And yep. you would have dealt with enough people to know this one. You start talking to someone and you start hearing their story yep. and you go, 
holy crap, you're dealing with a lot of stuff yeah. and you've got through all this other stuff yep. and then you suddenly realise they're actually doing okay. They're doing an incredible job half the time, yeah. Yeah, for sure. exactly. So we don't know people's stories. So the easier it is to be gentle with them, the better. Thank you, Mr Springer. Really, really appreciate that. Now, if I was to see, uh, need rather some advice and, and need to see someone, um, how could I find you? Easiest way, type in Wayne Brown Life back on track into your interweb mm. and all my various socials and stuff will pop up. Fantastic. And you've got the old podcast we can listen to again? Exactly. So, again, type in Wayne Brown, all about relationships, and my podcast will pop up on about 18 different platforms. Look at that. Thank you very much for being part of the show. Everyone who's listening, uh, and if you're listening on Sunday, hope you've had an awesome little day. Well, actually, it's still going because it's, 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 it's almost 3 o'clock. All right, time for a song that, uh, mate, it's all about you, really. It's just the advice that you give. I mean, it's it's such a, it's a, it's a glitter. It's a glittering prize. Oh, God. <laughs> Me. And all of my life, so that much more I 